Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. Hi, hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today we have the founder of Ideal Wealth Grower, Axel Meyer Hoofer. You can learn more about Alex and his company, Ideal Wealth Grower, at his website, idealwealthgrower.com. Axel, welcome to the show. Yeah. Hi, Jen. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I thought I'd ask because it is a new year. Do you feel any different from uh, the chaos of 2020? <laughs> No, not really different. I just kind of excited, you know, whenever something new starts, I, I feel like there's a little bit of energy and excitement. And then also I'm very excited because I'm not a big fan of, uh, you know, it getting dark at 4.30 at night. So every day it gets more light out a little longer. I really like that. Yeah, I uh, I totally understand that. I think I think it was like fall when, you know, when we had the daylight savings and, um, my husband and I, we used to, uh, go, go walk our dog. I think around like, let's say seven o'clock, like summertime mm -hmm. when it, the sun is still out, but it really in these last months, I mean, we'd walk our dog like at four o'clock, you know, because sunset would be at five and, um, and yeah, I am very much looking forward to more sunlight, <laughs> uh, during the day, especially for the first part of, uh, the year here. Um, so Axel, for people that are uh, learning about your company for the first time, Ideal Wealth Grower, tell us what's it, what's it about and who do you love to serve? Yeah, what's it about is uh, what most people don't immediately realize because it sounds like three totally normal words that we somehow put together in a name. But what it really is about is the word ideal is not just the word in, the, in and of itself, but it's also an abbreviation. Because as you said in the beginning, we are fundamentally all about what's called out-of-state turnkey residential real estate investing, but that's a mouthful, right? So when we look at, okay, what does it really mean? Ideal as an abbreviation stands for how much income can we make? What's the depreciation, which is a tax thing? What's the equity we can gain? What is the appreciation, so the increase in value? And how can we leverage so that the bank gives us like four-fifths of the money and we only need to put in one-fifth? The wealth is kind of the goal. And then the grower is the method that we're using in our mentoring and coaching sessions. And that is an abbreviation too. And it's real quick. It stands for what is your goal? What do you really want to achieve? What is mm -hmm. your time freedom number basically that you want to get to? Then what's your current reality, right? Because mm -hmm. that it identifies where are you and where do you want to go? Then what are the obstacles and opportunities that we can identify or need to overcome? And then what actions are you willing to take so that we can get on the journey. And then ultimately, as we meet every other week or something like that, in the beginning of every subsequent meeting, I would say, okay, so what Jen, were your experiences? You said last time you would get all your expenses on a sheet of paper. How did that go? And then the last part, the R in the grower, the last R is for what were the results of your actions and do they in some way influence your goals? Mm -hmm. Right, because we might the first time say, I have all these things and all these goals and all these stuff. And as you get into the process, you might find out, well, I could actually get to my time freedom number quicker. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's yeah. basically how this all came together. And mainly, I was asked um, over and over when I was talking about what I'm doing about my own investing um, if I would ever put this out and offer it to other people. And it's kind of like, you know, 
a steady drop makes a hole, right? So ultimately, I, I relented and, and put it out there. But I really, really enjoy educating people. I've always enjoyed that. And so to be able to do this right now is, is great for me. I love the opportunity to be on podcast. And thank you again for that. And um, so that's basically what we are about. And we have all kinds of different information. And we're really trying to be very generous. It's not kept in some kind of vault. If you search Idea Wealth Grow, you find us all over the place. And and I love these little stories when we can really help somebody. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you explained all that. And your company name is quite clever. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm you. sure I'm sure it helps you remember like how to teach because you have like the acronyms like built in. <laughs> yeah, I, I got more fluent with it. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. Uh, so Axel, I am very curious to know how, you know, what led you to Ideal Wealth Grower? And, you know, fun fact for our listeners, um, you know, you started your career in the Air Force. So can you tell us a little briefly about kind of starting from there and then making your way over to, you know, what you're doing today, educating people about, you know, financial independence and economic independence and everything? Right, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it started out, anybody who has ever met an Air Force officer, you will probably hear one of the fundamental things that don't have to do so much with the military stuff is just the fact that you're being moved around, especially if you have a rel relatively successful career. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for me, I, there was always one of those milestones, can I get to staff officer level before I'm 30? I didn't mm -hmm. quite make it, I was 31. But that tells you, you know, you get moved around every two years, maybe three years. Mm -hmm. And what happens is you get into locations, especially on the officer level, where you typically don't necessarily want to live in base housing, but somewhere in the community. Mm. And then there's always the option, do you rent or do you buy? And in multiple cases, we ended up buying. But then by the time we were told, oh, by the way, your next assignment is in another place somewhere, it wasn't always the best time to necessarily sell the house that we were in. So we started to say, okay, well, we keep the house and rent it and get another one in the new location. So we kind of dabbled in that a little bit. And then in 2005, I started my first business, a consulting company that is still working, helping companies in the pharmaceutical industry. Mm -hmm. And when I looked into it, I realized, wow, there isn't really anything for small business like a single um, person LLC or so that I can credibly do for retirement, what do I do? And it reminded me, well, a lot of people do things in real estate for retirement. And so I started investing in houses and realized that I didn't really know as much as I thought, did more and more research on it and became really kind of infatuated. Mm -hmm. And then um, later on did a pretty big 1031 exchange, like having one very uh, high value property exchange in eight other properties in the Midwest. And because it worked out better than most people predicted, I felt kind of proud and, you know, told my friends, hey, you know, this worked and I'm doing this one now and so forth. And more and more people said, you got to put this out there. Most mm. people don't even know. Mm. Right. And that's kind of then how Idea Wealth Grower came together, because there are a lot of facets. And my goal in a nutshell is twofold. Number one is to help people to have a shorter time to have access to really getting to the investing, to identifying a property and actually put their money in it and gain the passive income every month. And then the other thing is to have this concept that we're standing for, and I mentioned this to you earlier, around time freedom, where the bigger concept is not just to get one property, and this is the same for me, uh, but to really build a portfolio that can become your time freedom portfolio where you can say, at some point I'm making enough passive income, so I have the freedom to decide what do I want to do with my time? Mm 
Do mm -hmm. I want to keep doing work? Do I want to have a great interview podcast with Jen? Do mm -hmm. I want to go out, sit in the sun? Do I, whatever, right? Like, mm -hmm. so I have that freedom. And how can we work to that point? And that's, you know, where the passive income you mentioned earlier comes in. Yeah. Well, beautiful. Um, what an incredible story and how you fell into residential real estate because, and, you know, I come from a, a military family and my husband is a veteran and we commonly know that story of like, it's hard to be a homeowner if you're just going to move again, you know? So it's interesting how, you know, you ended up, that ended up becoming your career, <laughs> I think, yeah. in, uh, after, after your service. I am curious to know, so you are in a place now where you are educating people mm. on uh, real estate. What have you found to be the biggest mi misunderstanding about investing so far that, that you, um, I guess, kind of get a kick out of teaching? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There are a couple of them. Um, one thing, a little episode I, I can talk about, a um, friend of mine uh, who actually asked me about what we're doing. Her name is Nadine. And I said, so what's the holding you back? I know that you are a successful woman in your work and everybody admires you. You're making relatively good money. What is holding you back? Mm. And she said, well, not really anything other than the fact that you need so much money to actually get started. Mm. And I said, what do you mean so much money to actually get started? <clears throat> Excuse me. And she said, well, you know, uh, in, and you have to keep in mind, we're living, I live in the San Diego area, so everything is really expensive. And she said, well, yeah. if you think about it, just even for my own house, I almost needed $100,000 to put down. So how am I supposed to ever get that together to invest? Right. And I said, okay, hold on. <laughs> so what we do and what we teach and what I always like to, you said, get a kick out of the real starting point for an investment portfolio that mimics and replicates what I have and what I have done and keep doing mm -hmm. starts somewhere between 18 to $25,000 down payment. Mm -hmm. Right. And so depending on how much you, and let's, you used your example with you and your husband, if you could say each of you can put 500 to $1,000 down. So somewhere between a thousand and $2,000 in 18 months, you can have your first property. If you can put more down or you may already have a little bit, it may be even nine to 12 months you can get started. And then as the properties start actually generating passive income, since you're planning this for the future, you're not really using it right away. So you can add that to your savings. So the time period from the first to the second, third, fourth, fifth gets shorter and shorter and shorter. And, and we have people um, like myself included where, you know, it's more like six to eight months to be ready. That doesn't mean you always do it because then a bunch of different criteria, but just to have the ability. So that's one of the biggest things that a lot of people, and I hope I can help your audience a little bit in that way to mm -hmm. say, when you can get in your mind that the starting point to get a house, like a hundred, $120,000 house in the Midwest in the right circumstances, which we would teach you how to figure those out. Mm -hmm. That means anywhere between 18, 20, 22,000 dollars is getting you started. Mm -hmm. And that is much more achievable. And I always get a kick out of, you know, like Nadine, her face completely, you know, opened up and she started smiling. I said, Really? I, I can really <laughs> do this? Yeah. And then we started to work on what are all the little steps that you need to take. And what I also, you know, pride myself in, in the same context, and this might be interesting for your audience as well. I think it's really this old saying, the proof is in the pudding. Mm -hmm. So I basically introduce the people that work with us to my own relationships, to my lender, to my insurance mm. broker, to my uh, turnkey providers, where I literally have policies and houses and stuff like that. And that helps them to get a little bit uh, started quicker. 
I think it also helps them to believe in the system because they see this is somebody that really does it and, and mm -hmm. has done it and they can look at every of the houses. <clears throat> but it's also a good thing because they get basically in kind of under the wing because mm -hmm. those providers that I'm working with would like, at least I'm always making the assumption, maybe, you know, I, I hope it's the right assumption to, uh, to think they want to probably keep me <clears throat> as, a, as a client, as a customer. And so if I bring somebody else, it's not just this new person, it's also me. So it's if you and I were to go and get an introduction to my turnkey provider, mm -hmm. they want to keep me with all my properties in their portfolio and they will treat you accordingly because if they don't treat you well, I wouldn't be happy either. Mm. Right? So that is a dynamic that a lot of people forget. So it's not just credibility. It's also easing and making the way into the whole topic easier. Because one thing, I'm not sugarcoating it, uh, Jen, if, if you and I were to work on it or as I worked with Nadine on it, there are a lot of little pieces. So people mm -hmm. aren't wrong about that. What I just try to get them to understand is just because it's a little bit complicated that doesn't mean you need tons and tons of money and years and years of education before you can get started. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to help you to do this and I can guide and navigate you around the pothole so you get to the first and second and so forth property quicker. Yeah, I think that's really incredible. It's like when you can remove the excuse of like, it doesn't cost a lot to actually get started. Um, then there's really nothing else holding you back. And, you know, it sounds like having someone like you who has fun at this, you know, I would imagine it, it'd be fun to explore this and, and look into and do real estate investing with you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. And, and I have fun with it too, because the, the real beauty in the whole thing is that I'm sure, Jen, your situation is totally different than Nadine's and there mm -hmm. might be a Mike or a John and a Frank out there and their situation each time is different. And so for me, it kind of keeps me a little bit on my toes to find the combination between what I know and the relationships that I have, but then also adjusting it. You can't just take it like a cookie cutter and make everything the same. You mm -hmm. always have to have a little bit of a customized approach. Mm -hmm. And even though this goal that I mentioned earlier of time freedom is probably the same for everybody, the way to get there is always a little different. And that kind of keeps it interesting every single time. Yeah. You know, uh, as, as we know, 2020 happened. And I'm curious if maybe your teaching had shifted or you, you spoke differently to, um, you know, those you're mentoring um, since 2020. Like, has, was the real estate industry, for example, really impacted by that time? Or was it dramatically different than it normally was? And what do you teach? Like, how do you teach that to your, your mentees? Yeah, um, well, it was different and, and it was unexpectedly different. If you go back to the beginning of the pandemic and especially when the most severe economic impact happened, a lot of people were thinking basically our economy across everything is going to tank. Mm -hmm. And one of the very few, you know, shining lights on the hill, if you want to go with that uh, idea, is really real estate because mm -hmm. there were some significant shifts away in price and cost and so forth from these really extremely expensive places like the San Francisco Bay Area. You've right. maybe heard that the, in New York, people have a hard time uh, selling or renting apartments right. because people are leaving. But when I look at it and, and across, if you look at the statistics that have come out now for last year, across the market, you will see that the vast majority of markets have actually appreciated and, and improved. And in the markets that we are in, um, one of them, for example, I just got the statistics from one of my turnkey providers, which is actually a, considered a Midwest market. And they are in the top 25 
markets in the United States and appreciate it, which, by the way, is not really our main interest. Mm -hmm. I always call that the cherry on the icing of the cake, mm -hmm. but they appreciated 9.4% last year. Wow. Right. So that means mm -hmm. if you just take a quick example, and, and if, if you don't mind me say this, I try to keep it very short, right? Yeah. Let's say last, uh, like 2019, you and I went through the process and you ended up buying a $100,000 house somewhere in the Midwest in that area that we just touched on. You put $20,000 of your own money down to get the house, down payment, closing costs, and so forth. Mm -hmm. The bank gave you $80,000. Now, 9.4% would mean just for, for easy calculation, the house is now $110,000. So you made almost $10,000 gain on it. Mm. Right? And you collected rent, let's say about uh, um, $1,000 a month. And of that, $300 went into your pocket. The rest is to pay for everything else. Mm -hmm. So you have basically $3,600 or 3.6% gain on money that came in from rent plus the $10,000 that came in from the appreciation that you and I didn't even count on, mm -hmm. right? So that's $16,000. You only put 20 in. Mm -hmm. I can't do the math that fast, but that's like an 80% gain on your, on your money in mm -hmm. one year. Now, I'm not saying I wanted your audience to know this is not normal in every year. Mm. But it's a little bit, I'm always hoping, you know, when we come together and people are maybe a little down and not quite sure how this year is going, last year wasn't that great. There are good examples. And this is really one of the good examples where you can, can make um, pretty amazing amounts of return in a very, very safe way. These houses are like about as cookie cutter as they come, you know, three bedroom, two bath, nice residential neighborhood, really great families in it. It's not super speculative and stuff like that. So that's the other one I said earlier, you know, what are the two things in, or you asked me what are one mm -hmm. or two things in real estate. So the one is literally how much do I need and is it really as much as I think? And the answer is no. And then the other uh, that a lot of people think, well, it's a very long, very steady, like two, 3% per year. And I have to have extreme patience. Mm -hmm. And there's some truth to that. But like last year, 2020, in, in all years, you know, yeah. we made really a, a great profit on the properties. And I want to say there is also something in the selection, right? When you really help people to understand where do I find the right property, the right turnkey provider, we did literally miss one rent in 10 properties or, or across the whole year. Wow. That has to do with the quality, with the type of people. But also, and that's most important to me, I want them to really see the place that we give them as their home. Mm. You know, so mm -hmm. I have great relationships, but I send everybody an Amazon gift card for Christmas oh, because they paid that. the rent, not because I had to, but I want to yeah. appreciate them because they appreciate our pro the properties that I own and the same for my clients, basically that work with me and through me to get these. And we get these nice re uh, messages back from Amazon where they say, hey, this was totally unexpected. And I really love that you actually thought of me for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Right. So yeah. that's the kind of thing that you want to do. And that's the kind of service that you want to provide. And everybody wins. The turnkey loves that we pay them and there's not much else to do than just manage this stuff. I love it because I get my income and, and build this kind of time freedom number more and more. And they love it because they have a nice house. They don't have to run up the stairs in an apartment complex <laughs> or figure out how do you do social distancing in an elevator. Right? So, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so those kind of things. And they, they basically pay anywhere 900, 950, maybe a thousand dollars for a nice house. Mm. Right. So, that, you know, getting away from purely the investing aspect and thinking about we as the people who are 
investing uh, at the same time. And that's really the message, working on our own time freedom and we providing great service, a great uh, opportunity for a young family uh, that doesn't want to be in this normal setting that young families normally in, but start having their own house at a reasonable cost. Mm-hmm. And it's all brand new, renovated and stuff like that. So really, every I want to get win-win-win situations. And I try to get people that are interested in this approach to see, don't look at yourself with this label as investor only. Yes, you're doing investing. Yeah. But also look at yourself as a service provider who does something good for humanity by providing good, affordable housing to people who treat it well. Because if it's nice, then they also treat it like their home. And in your home, you, you treat it well and you try to make the rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Axel, my general observation and compliment to you is that I love your optimism <laughs> in, in all of this and in the industry, in the real estate industry specifically, and uh, how you're able to back it up, like how you're able to show people the way. And I love that uh, also you uh, really promote kind of that team effort amongst all parties, you know, the person wanting to buy the home or sell the home or even, you know, the real estate uh, investor, like getting involved with everything. And so uh, I just want to say kudos to you. <laughs> and, you know, there's a reason why you live in San Diego and you're successful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, outside of uh, what you do in mentoring right now, I'm curious to know, uh, what do you do with all that free time that you have since, you know, you've el- you achieve a certain level of passive income uh, in your life? Well, there are a couple of things. I, I have a bunch of interests. One of them, for example, is to really, because of my aviation background, and if you've ever flown in a fighter jet or stuff, that never really leaves you, even though you can't maybe physically do it anymore. So mm-hmm. I've become very fascinated about the, all the new energy and, and excitement in space. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's amazing stuff going on. If you look at last year, I think there were a total of almost 100 launches of rockets and spaceships and stuff like that across the globe from all the different players. Mm-hmm. And it gets more and more interesting, more and more exciting. You know, we want to go to the moon. Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. Other people want to give us like one other cool thing that I'm looking forward to, especially mm-hmm. here in San Diego. We are pretty far south. Um, this new Starlink system. Mm-hmm. This goes a little bit back to my investments are oftentimes in, in cities that are maybe not served that well. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they're rural, but they pretty much have one internet provider. And mm-hmm. you either buy from that internet provider oftentimes for an inflated price, or you basically have really, really mediocre internet, maybe through your phone or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Starlink is going to change all of that because everywhere, anywhere you are, you will have high-speed internet and you can even take it along, right, if you have an RV or stuff like that. So those are some of the topics. And one thing I really love is that YouTube uh, nowadays has become a place where whatever interest you have, you can really cherish it and you get access to c- content creators who don't look at it from an advertising perspective or money-making perspective. They just want to share their experiences and what they do and what they observe. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to ask me what has 2020 done to me in in a behavior thing, I can clearly say I don't really watch TV anymore. If Mm -hmm. I watch anything, even on my 4K TV set in in the living room, it's YouTube. Because there's pretty much anything and everything that I would like to know about or my wife loves to watch like the episodes of The Voice without the advertising. 
right? It's kind of I funny. Love that show. It, you know, <laughs> yeah, we do too. But if you watch it on TV, you have half an hour or, or, or 45 yeah, minutes of advertising in between. If you watch yeah. it on YouTube, you get the real content, right? So, yeah. so that's kind of what, what we do. And um, now the other thing about it is I'm, as hopefully comes across, pretty pres- passionate about what we do. And so I love helping people. So I'm constantly in podcasts and Zoom calls and, and phone calls and stuff because people have questions and for me, it's not exclusively everything has to make money. It's mm. more, how can I help somebody in the process of helping? If it's valued, if it's appreciated, then it's okay to make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Axel, I have uh, really enjoyed our conversation today. I feel like I can continue to listen to you and pick <laughs> your brain and ask you a lot of questions, but all good things eventually have to come to an end. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, want, I want to make sure I've covered all my bases. So any final parting thoughts before we go? Well, the parting thought, and I touched on it a few times, this idea of time freedom really means how can you identify a number that covers what your expenses are or what you think they would be in the, in the near future? Identify that number, and if it's not us, then find somebody who can help you get passive income to get to that number because that freedom that you gain is mm-hmm. really a question of what do I want to do? Which doesn't mean I, I shouldn't work anymore. If you do mm-hmm. something you really love, keep doing it. That's mm-hmm. awesome. But to have the freedom to do that and make that decision on your own. Right. I think that's what a lot of people are missing or craving. And I would love to be an advocate for that. And if anybody wants to get more ideas on how to do that, I'm here for them. But there's also a lot of cool stuff out there. So if we get to a connotation where you can say freedom is a really important thing and time is our most important commodity. Let's bring those two things together and then enjoy life. That's kind of my message that I want to try to perpetuate through 2021 and beyond. Yeah, I think that's a great way to end our conversation today. Uh, Axel, thanks again for joining us. I really enjoyed speaking with you. Um, and I'm, I know our listeners are really benefit from our conversation today. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for having me, Jen. Yeah. And again, to our listeners, this is Axel Mayer-Hoofer. He is the founder of Ideal Wealth Grower, and you can learn more about him and his company at at idealwealthgrower.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. 
Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.